Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is called Create Beauty Every Day, brought to you by my studio, HookingRugs.com. After the podcast, be sure to go over to HookingRugs.com, where you can find free courses about rug hooking, learn all about our kits and supplies, and sign up for our Sunday letters. If you have time, be sure to rate and review this podcast. It means a lot. Now, on with the show. Hi, welcome to Create Beauty Every Day. It's a podcast with Deanne Fitzpatrick. And today I'm interviewing someone that I met on the phone many years ago. I think it was about, it wasn't quite 20 years ago, was it, Judy Ann? No, I think probably about uh, 15, though. Yeah, Yeah, she called to order a kit and we got talking about writing a book on rug hooking for children. And we said, well, let's try it. (laughs) And then you came to visit. And this is Judy Ann Sadler with me today, and I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick from HookingRugs.com. And Judy Ann, tell us what you do. How do you create beauty every day? (laughs) I love that phrase, by the way. When you introduced it, I embraced it. Yeah, (laughs) it's a great phrase. Oh, it is. Yes. Sometimes when um, what I create is a beautiful loaf of bread or, you know, a batch of cinnamon buns. And other times it's more you know, a beautiful paragraph or just a good line or a line pops into my head that I can maybe use in a story, those kinds of things. Yeah. And I love sewing and quilting. And you know, you know the beauty of a sentence, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. And you do too. How many books have you written, Judy Ann? Um, so um, 25 that have been published over the years, and um, the 26th one is is contracted, and I don't know yet who will be illustrating it, but it will be coming out in a couple of years. It's it's a long process from from writing. Yeah, I, I wrote this one um, over the past couple of years, and then it it evolved, and that's often what happens is that it's um, it started out being really quiet, and I think. Um, a couple of editors told me that they felt it was more directed to the parent (laughs) and that happens to me sometimes because that's who I am and now a grandmother as well of course so um then I rewrote it with the help of an editor friend just sort of saying you know and sometimes someone has to be really blunt with you and say you know it's not quite working and I don't mind I love that kind of feedback because Mm -hmm feedback you know makes you work at it and so it evolved into a more playful story with the same theme um but it, i think it worked and then when i sent it back to the publisher who who really enjoyed it but you know wasn't wasn't sure about the who it was directed to then she said yes that's this is wonderful yeah. so that's the stage i'm at now and just waiting to hear who will illustrate it so Judy Ann Sadler, you are a, write, a writer of children's book. You are, would you call yeah. yourself a children's writer? I do. Yes, yes. I do. Yeah. Um, my books, um, the first one was published, oh my gosh, it's almost 30 years, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was on printmaking. So that was a very, you know, potatoes and, you know, pipe cleaners, cardboard, um, even cutting a few images out of erasers. And uh, it, it, that was a, a long time ago, but um, I had submitted a public, uh, a manuscript, a picture book manuscript to a publisher. And, and you know, they said, this is really nice, but you know, what we really need right now are more nonfiction titles and so I thought what do I like doing I love making things I've always loved making things and so I started looking around and um, you know my kids were really young at the time one three and five sort of thing so I thought well they love just 
playing with paint and you know materials and it doesn't have to be tidy it's just I thought about printmaking and so I submitted this to um, Kids Can Press and they said this looks great but you know how do we know that you know how to write instructions for a child so then I submitted some sample spreads you know a spread would be the hopefully the instructions for a complete project and um, they loved it so that started a whole series with Kids Can Press. And how, how many books were there in that series? Yeah, quite a few. Um, I wrote most of them happily. Um, you know, once, you, once you're a trusted writer that they know yeah. you can do it, that you'll, I mean, it's one thing to be able to, to write and to do the, um, you know, the actual writing of it. But it's another thing also to be reliable, to be, um, you know, careful about what you're saying because yeah. it is children. I mean, the first book when I started thinking about printmaking, I, you know, I went to the library, I went to the bookstores to see what was available. And the one that I came across was, now make sure you tidy up with turpentine. And I thought, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is not very child friendly. <laughs> Even things like that, what materials are you using? And yeah. you know, the craft and finishing. Are, yes. And right? finishing. Yes. Getting, getting to the finish line is really important. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why we set up most of them as a two page spread so that there would, you know, you have boxes with instructions in them. And, you know, hopefully if you, you do line by line, um, illustration by illustration, by the end, you'll have, you know, you'll have a finished product and then more ideas for how to carry it further. Yeah. So and been, go ahead. I just wanted to ask you, so a, a lot of them were instructional, but you wrote a lot of storybooks too, didn't you? I, I believe I recall. Yeah. Once, it, once you're on a track where, you know, these, the craft books, craft books, you know, sold really well because they're great for, for home, just, you know, home market mm -hmm. for homeschoolers, public libraries, yes. girl guides and scouts. So they really sold well, especially in the States where they had more of a back to, back to handcrafts and, and stuff movement, which we are back into, it seems Again. to me. Yes. I think so too. So um, yes. And in the meantime, I did submit a few picture books. Um, I was really, really busy with the craft books. There were many years that two came out at a time. And, it, you know, to do a craft book is, yeah, you, you're submitting all your ideas, but then you have to follow your own instructions a few times, make all the samples. Yeah. So I made all the samples for the, yeah. right. So yeah. once it's accepted, that's when the real work began. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I would submit samples for the photographs. And so that was a lot of work. It was again, hard to find. And then in the meantime, raising a family and working part-time at the library. So there isn't always room for, you know, other ideas. But yes, yeah. in 20, uh, tw oh, 2002, I think, um, yeah. Sandwiches for Duke was a, a sweet book about a, a farm family and, and working on the farm. Yeah. Um, and in 2011, I had uh, Reaching uh, for, for really a baby book, The Ideal Growing Conditions for a Baby, <laughs> is how I like yeah. to think of it. And then Nothing Happens in this book was a couple of years ago, and then this next one will be in 2022, which sounds so far away. But and, what, and what's this next one about? Are you able to say? Well, it's called Waiting, oh. and um, it's, it's, it's grandma and uh, grandchild, so... It's uh, uh, great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, so it's about your life, really. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I'm trying, I have to try not to like write everything according to a grandmother's point of view from now on. <laughs> yes, I know. I can see that. But it's hard. It's, you, I think when people become grandparents, in my experience, it, it, uh, 
it changes them and they become so much more about their family and their life and those grandchildren. It's just it's a natural. A, it's a tidal wave of love and it's, um, oh. yeah, it's really amazing. And I, I feel, I, I, I'm surprised by this, but I'm, I worry more about my grandkids than I ever did about my own kids. And I think it's mm. partly that, you know, your, your own kids are in your nest and, you know, you, you, you control their lives for a long time and then you hope that you've equipped them to, <laughs> to flee. But then you think, oh, but did I tell them that they have to be careful when their kids are playing by the sidewalk? You know, <laughs> just yeah. things that you think, ah. Oh. <laughs> I love you that know. phrase, a tidal wave of love. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. What we that's a good sentence. It is a good sentence. I will write that down I again. You'll write that down <laughs> before I steal it. <laughs> well, I hope you experience it sometime in the distant future. <laughs> I hope so too. So, you know, Judy Ann, one of the things about children's writing, and I've talked to some children's writers before, is that everybody kind of thinks they can write a kid's book. Yes. Does that oh, I you? Well, you know, it is. Well, so <laughs> it is funny. And, and you have written uh, at least one. No, I have written it, but never published it. And it's, it's really not a children's book. Like, I don't really know how to write. I, I can admit that I don't really know how to write for children. Yeah. It's not it's that easy. easy. It looks no. easy. And I, you know, back in the early days when I was doing the, the craft books, um, a woman <laughs> that I, you know, she, our kids went to school together and she said to me one day, so when are you going to write like a real book? <laughs> And I thought, oh, <laughs> I thought I was. Children <laughs> are real people. Yeah, there is, a, you know, I have to say, there is a hierarchy of, you know, sometimes children's writers feel at the bottom of the, you know, the bottom of the ladder. The literature file. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, I illustrated uh, a book. I, that's what you're thinking about it. I, I illustrated a children's yeah. book, which was something I always dreamed of doing, and it was really fun to do. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and, yeah, I, um, there, there is a, I'm not even sure, like the best children's books are the ones that aren't really written just for children. They're yeah. written for the adults too. There has to be sort of, there has to be something that pulls the adult in because we're the ones reading them to the children, mm -hmm. right? So whether it's just the rhythm of the language or the, just the fun of the language, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to put your finger on. And sometimes I write what I think is really great story and it just leaves people cold and, you know, it doesn't end up going anywhere. So it, it's, it, it's, it is a challenge, but I, I have to say, Deanne, you're absolutely right. When I do school visits, I, you know, do crafts and show kids all kinds of neat things they can make. And we talk about books and how to create a book and, and then on to picture books and I'll read them a story inevitably a teacher says to me oh yeah that's what i'm going to do when i retire i just i can't wait to have time to write a kid's book yeah <laughs> so, i know it's just true and it's nothing there's nothing wrong with that it's great that people want to but i think yeah. it, i remember who was it margaret atwood said i think it was margaret atwood who said um you know i never say i'm going to be a brain surgeon when i retire yeah <laughs> <laughs> something you. you know it's just not yeah. that easy it's it's a hard yeah. Writing is a hard process. Yeah. And I think it, it's at its best when it looks easy, right? Yeah. Because if, you, if you've chosen it, it just, just right, it yeah. just, 
it just flows so so nicely that I think people think that it's yeah, that it's an easy thing to do. It has to be so simple that it's that only children can understand it in some ways. I don't yes. know. But it has to cut right to the core with the adult. And I can think of, I mean, I think any of us who read books to our children remember some of those stories and what it was that cut right to the core. Did you have some favorites? Oh yeah, I did. I, 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 I just know the words like a big red ripe strawberry uh, about, (laughs) about a mouse and a strawberry and you know, one that we loved and a, and another um, was about a coat you know, and, and, and we read it over and over again. And, and uh, I think it was Jacob Tui. That was a Christmas one that we read over and over again, you know? So yeah, there definitely were. And I think we all, we all carry stories, children's stories with us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is such a privilege I feel. And, you know, while you like, (laughs) I also have to roll my eyes at people who, you know, sometimes you read a review of one of your books on Goodreads or something. Yeah. yeah that was fun but I have no idea what the moral of the story is <laughs> and I think uh, <laughs> you know, does I mean, a story have to have a moral <laughs> no you no. know what you want the story to do is have um like that there are there are good you don't want to write a story that leaves a person thinking it's okay to go and rob a bank you right know, so whatever it is in the story your own values will come out in your story won't they yeah. I, mean, I think you know, so I yeah. think they come through just just from the way you present it and the words and the yes yeah. like I think of nothing happens in this book that was you know two years ago and it's it's a, I think it's a really fun book it's got a bit of a mystery um but it has kindness in it too mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. that isn't something that you think of when you start reading it but then you realize that there's kindness and there's a, you know a bit of a mystery and there's mm-hmm. there's working together and so you know and that isn't something that I intended to put in there but that's maybe that's who I am so what I write has elements of who I am in it. You know what that's making me think, Judy Ann, is that a lot of times in our life we feel like nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, like not much is happening because we live. Uh, many of us live quiet lives you know and and sometimes some some saying about that about how each day seems to be the same as the one before but then you look back and you go oh my gosh look at all that happened yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um i i was going to i was going to ask you about uh your favorite books what books do you love to read to your grandchildren (laughs) <laughs> my own you know <laughs> uh, of course I have lots of favorites from uh, when our kids were little that I like a book like Red is Best by Kathy Stinson it's sort of a perfect book to me it's I I really love it and then uh, Robert Munch's earlier books you know Paper Bag Princess we just yes, celebrated right. Paper Bag Princess Day you know the 40th anniversary which was really fun at the library um we have quite a few from when the kids were younger um, and then like Mortimer and um, yeah, there's a bunch yeah. like that. So those. Uh, and the kids, you know, there are, I, I do find there are a lot of really lovely books now that are coming out, but there, I still feel like there's a lot of crap too. And that yes. makes me feel mm-hmm. bad because I feel like there are so many good stories out there. Why do we have to be subjected to the ones that just aren't as, I don't know. They're just boring, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. Boring books. 
Mm -hmm. One of the things that a lot of people think too, like I always wanted to illustrate a book and I kind of, uh, you kind of, uh, and many people do want to illustrate a book, mm -hmm. but a lot of people think the author chooses the illustrator. And I've learned over the years that it's really the publisher, completely yes. the publisher. Yes, yes yeah. it is. And there are so many different factors. So, you know, yeah. it, they may want a certain person, but that person is booked for the next three years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I remember the last book, um, the one that they wanted was on maternity leave. Um, yeah. So you need to know, you know, who's available? Um, do they have time? Um, yeah, so there are a bunch of factors. And of course, you know, every book has, like I, when, when I saw the, the first um, illustrations or the first, when I saw illustrations from Vig, who illustrated Nothing Happens in this book, I was a little bit like, hmm, it doesn't seem very kid friendly. And then I saw the, you know, the early drafts and it was just, I just couldn't stop laughing. I was yeah. so delighted because, oh, a perfect illustrator. Like they say that the a perfect picture book is a marriage of the illustrator and the writer, that the, the illustrations draw you in and the words keep you coming back. And I think that is so lovely. Yeah, that makes sense to you me. You have to have both, yeah. yeah. It's a really so important part of children's literature. Yes. And they'll bring something to the story that you didn't even think of yourself. Yeah. And so I, I have said, and with this last one too, I was asked for suggestions. And so I did some research, you know, illustrators that I really like, and I suggested a bunch and they liked them. They liked, you know, where I was going with it. But I also said to them, I know I'm not the best person to make this decision because mm -hmm. what I have in my head is not, something that anybody's probably going to be able to reproduce. I would rather that, you know, somebody else bring something new to the story to yes. enhance it and, you know, make it even more beautiful. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's, that's a key, um, that's a key component of working with your publisher. Like I, I have never, you know, when people sort of say, you know, these, these stories about riling with your editor or not getting what you want right. or not getting right. the cover that you mm -hmm. want. I've always trusted my publisher for those things. And, you well, know, not even, I can't, it seems silly to say my publisher, but that's how, that's how yeah. people say mm -hmm. it. And, and mm -hmm. I've always trusted that the publisher knows best on a lot of mm -hmm. things and that the well, editor knows best a lot and of they're times. Ones that are, they're taking on all the expenses, right? They I mean, are. They, you know, they are. They, they're paying the editor, they're paying the designer, they're paying the illustrator, they're yeah. paying for, they're doing the work. So they have even more of a vested interest in. Yes, the they're investing a lot, I find. And I, I think you really have to respect them, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't yeah. title my first book and thank goodness I did I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was really a great, they, they had a great title and I thought, wow. Book Me a Story? Is Book that the one? Story. Yeah. It was yeah. a woman yeah. named Dorothy Bly that she was the publisher yes. at the time. And I said, yeah. oh, that's better than I could have came up with. You know, you <laughs> have to sort of relinquish, I think, when you're that, writing. You have yes. To, yeah. You have to and I think that's what I was meaning also when I said, you know, that to be um, an author that is um, nice to work with. Yes. Know, mean that I'm the best but no. I just mean that you know you you do have to you're exactly right you have to trust them to do their part and you do your part as well as you can yeah so. <laughs> and know what your part is yeah yeah that's um right. so do you do you I'm just gonna ask you do you journal yourself <laughs> it's funny because I I have over the years um I think I've had a need for it at times and other times that I haven't or I've 
I, I certainly kept a diary when I was a kid. And then when my kids were growing up, I, you know, talked about all the different things that we were going through and neat things that happened. Now it's, I haven't, I'm not as regular with it and I wish I was, but yep. I'm, I don't seem to be doing it as much. So, and you don't yeah. have any desire to write for adults. Do you? No, I don't. No. And I think such a tougher market as well. Um, unfortunately, because of how easy it is now for everybody to, you know, be online, there are different, um, yeah, Wattpad, and I don't know all of the ones that, you know, people write and then they send it off and, uh, and their fans will add to it or make suggestions. Oh, yes, that that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there are so many people now who are writing adult books that are not worth <laughs> they're not worth reading they need yeah. a good editor and yeah. so i think it's a very complex field i mean the other thing that has happened and you know what i and maybe you're seeing the same thing is that there are um like so many of these you know online and, and stuff that they they crowd out the really good ones mm -hmm. and it's tougher now to sell an adult fiction children's books especially picture books are still selling quite well because of the tactile nature of yeah. kids books i mean i love that my my kids did this and my grandkids are doing now is you know books aren't just for reading they're for stacking they're for carrying around they're for opening and slamming clothes they're yeah. you know they're just yeah. i love that part of children's books mm -hmm. and you know studies have shown that reading a book to a child on a screen doesn't stay with them the same way that words on a page that you turn the page and even turning the pages right how yeah. exciting it is the for a little kids i know i know they love yeah. it their yeah. little hands you know yeah. and they want to and you know every how we've all sat with a child who wants to just turn the page turn the page and not yeah. even read do you know what i mean it's that's just right it's so fun the whole tactile nature of picture mm -hmm. books and you I know i thought we, about that before mm -hmm. thank um, you if we don't bring kids to books early, we're probably not going to be able to retain them as teenagers or adults, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. At the library. So I do work part time. At, do you still uh, work part time at the library? Yeah, it's sort of a perfect. You know, it's kind of a perfect job for someone who loves writing. Yeah, um, I work at a, a really busy city branch part-time and also i work at a little tiny country library that is that was for 93 years it was without running water and a few years ago we had a renovation so we have a bathroom now and <laughs> an accessible entrance and anyway it's a little tiny country library it's only open four hours a week and it's just a little community gathering place it's just it's fantastic but anyway that's an aside no it's <laughs> interesting library, find, beautiful yeah. idea yeah, we okay. find that the kids' books, you know, they, they circulate like crazy. And then sometimes there's a lull with kids when they learn to read by themselves, they, re you know, they read the early reads, mm -hmm. but sometimes we lose them as teenagers for a while until they come back with their own kids and then start, you know, being real readers again. So it's nice. Um, the, uh, the, are you like are you a huge reader of adult books i am i am i never get quite as much reading done as i i hope but i often have i i will confess <laughs> that i'm often listening to books now mm -hmm. um while i'm sewing or baking or cleaning up the kitchen mm -hmm. um i do i do love to listen to books 
I, you know, the old multitasking. So I'm thinking back on our conversation and I'm thinking about how we said everybody wants to be a children's writer. And I don't want to discourage people because I mean, a lot of us have something amazing in us yeah, that absolutely. isn't out yet. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just hard, hard to hear sometimes. Right. Uh, it, you know, but if you, as a, as someone who's struggling away with it and you know how hard it is to get published and, and how hard it is to actually write a book that's worthy. So, but if someone really is serious about it and uh, what, what do you like, is there a good book to read about writing children's literature or is there something that you think they should do? One of the things, um, the Canadian Children's Book Centre, um, in, it's based in Toronto, but their mandate is to um, get Canadian children reading Canadian books. Um, so they're, they're a wonderful organization. They have put out a kit, a writing for children kit. And oh, then they, they charge, I think it's 25 or $30, but it's terrific because it talks about the whole process. It talks about working with an editor. Um, it talks about, you know, the publishers. In Canada, we don't really... Uh, a lot of writers do have um, agents. I don't have an agent. Um, you know, if you're known to your publisher, then you don't really need to go that route. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, so that's one thing. And then, and you know, your public library will have all kinds of instructional books. Um, I think I think sometimes the best thing to do is write the story that you're thinking about, and then take it from there because it's really hard to start if you don't have a good idea then a writing reading a book about how to write a good story isn't going to help you so True. just getting the story down and then you know reading about how you would fine tune it or or you know i i always have had a critique group we're a small group now we're there are four of us but i trust them so much and they will you know they'll say to me uh, you can do better than that <laughs> or they'll say that that is perfect the way it is you know or whatever and we love giving each other feedback and we trust each other enough to know that we're not being unkind we're just being honest and you have to be able to accept criticism as well as give it so the yes. three things are the children's what was that center again the ch children's canadian children's book center the canadian C children's book center getting your yeah. story written down and a small, yeah. a small group to critique with. Yeah. Or fun. even, you know, your, your family, although your, yeah. your kids probably say, Oh, that's really nice, mom. Yeah. But a <laughs> right. trusted someone will give you some trusted feedback. That's good advice, Judy Ann. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> good advice. We, we, we don't want to discourage people because I mean, some of them might have, not. you know, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and I love, I love how some people start things later in life and do amazing things with it. Really yeah, because it is true. Like I, you know, the past many years that I, we, we were doing a lot of elder care and I felt like I had this, you know, low grade fever of stress all the time that I couldn't clear my brain just for creativity. Mm -hmm. And that was, it was discouraging for a while because I thought I'm never going to write another story or, you know, do yeah. another book. But, you know, you, you, you get, you get through stages and you, you know, move on and you yeah I'm I'm hoping now to I've had you know I'm lucky that I have this other book coming out I've submitted another manuscript to my publisher who I which I'm optimistic about and mm -hmm. I'm working on another one so I I have the headspace now and the and you know not um as busy 
in my personal life as I was, although grandkids are, you know, are so amazing. And who, <laughs> is, just, who, who is the publisher? So I thought Kids Can Press did, you know, um, almost all of my books. Um, one picture book was with Stoddart, which, which folded, but um, this next one is Owl Kids. So Owl, owl Kids, Kids, they do the, the owl and chickadee and chirp magazines. They're, and they're terrific. People can find your books in local bookstores and online. Yes. Yeah. And do you have a website if they want to find out more about you? I don't have a website anymore, but I do okay. have a blog. Um, if you just blog Judy Ann Sadler and I'm on Instagram. Um, okay. And yeah. what are you on Instagram? Um, Judy Ann, at Judy Ann Sadler. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. 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 So people will want to find out more about you, I'm sure. And they'll, they can find out more about you on Instagram, Instagram or on your blog. Yeah. Which is Judy Ann Sadler. <laughs> you never update. <laughs> well, now's a good time. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm not that good. I don't know about you, but I find it difficult to to promote myself and I need to be better at that. You know, all these years you would think that I would be better at it. It's more important now than it used to be. It is, isn't it? I know. It's it's expected more. Your publisher doesn't do it. No. It, it's, it's not their job anymore, I don't think, really. It's, they do have marketing people. Unless you're a big writer, you know. Yeah. I guess. If you're really famous, they do it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff, anyway, it was really nice talking to you. I enjoyed it a lot. It was good to connect again. And Judy yeah. Ann, she called to order a kit. And yeah, we just became friends. And you came <laughs> to visit. You came down to visit. You stayed. Yeah. I have to do that at my sister's cottage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So nice. Your family. It was a lovely week. We got together and you traveled around Nova Scotia. Yeah, it was great. It was um, great. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick. Thanks for listening to Judy Ann Sadler and I talk about writing and children's writing and and uh, and books. And I'm really glad that you, you did. And I'm at www.hookingrugs.com if you want to hear more uh, from us. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you.